0: In recent years, the cosmetics industry is undergoing quite a significant shift towards proposing more sustainable products. I mean, if you just go to your local store, you can find all sorts of products ranging from lotions to makeup that have labels on the packaging such as neutral, clean, green, and safe for the environment. This shift actually reflects a growing awareness among consumers about the environmental and ethical impact of the purchasing decisions. And in return, it's pushing cosmetic companies to not only source performing products, but also to prioritize on responsible sourcing, manufacturing practices, and ingredient disclosure. As consumers demand more information about the products they use, the cosmetics industry is challenged to adopt comprehensive transparency measures that encompass everything from supply chain ethics to product composition. Therefore, today I would like to find out the following. How can cosmetic brands increase transparency in the sustainability of their products? And can the chemical industry support them with innovative technologies in the sustainable sourcing of cosmetic ingredients? For this discussion, I am pleased to welcome three industry experts. Firstly, Michael Note, Senior Vice President, Creative Director at Beauty Streams, which is the first global beauty industry reference. Hi, Michael, and welcome.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: And I'm also joined by Delphine Presmans, Exemplification and Promotion Manager, Green Mission at Pierre Fabre, a multinational cosmetics and pharmaceutical company. Hi, Delphine. Hi, Camelia. Thank you also for inviting me. The pleasure is mine. And we also have Julie Droux, Marketing Manager, Personal and Home Care at Clariant, a leading specialty chemical company. Hi, Julie. Hello, everyone. I'm Camilla Moorhead, and welcome to Sustainability Shift, a podcast brought to you by Clarion. So, Michael, to start off, can you tell me about the current trends in the cosmetics industry regarding the need to source ingredients in a sustainable and transparent way?
1: Yes, of course. With increased consumer knowledge concerning products and ingredients, it is today more than ever key to practice total transparency. There have been so many trends from clean to natural to organic without harmonized or clear regulations that consumers are quite confused today. They seek for clear, harmonized transparency labeling. One trend that we see is that brands are pushing the transparency, but also the traceability of ingredients. Some U.S. brands like Aputera Skincare or another brand called Ingredients play on this trend and share all the details concerning ingredients, including their origin and amount of ingredients used in their formulations. There's another brand called Codex Beauty Labs that has taken a nutrition label-inspired approach to its products by introducing efficacy labels on its packaging, which display uh, its product's efficacy based on data-driven clinical trials. Another skincare brand called Isla Beauty aims to have a radical approach to transparency in terms of ingredients, formula, marketing claims, packaging materials, and pricing. The brand gives the consumers complete visibility into all its products' active ingredients and their exact concentrations, the full breakdown of natural origin or synthetic origin ingredients of each product, and of course alongside this also the product's country of origin, which all is displayed clearly and printed on the bottles and labels of the products. So in a nutshell, while previously transparency concerning the formulae and ingredients was enough, Consumers today are interested in knowing what is involved and who is involved in the the supply chain and how the individuals working in the supply chain are treated. So this is really a new aspect of transparency that goes beyond sustainability. Consumers also want to understand the bigger picture, including carbon footprint, and a big topic is water footprint, for example, today as well.
0: As you mentioned, we clearly see a demand from the consumer side. So are there any industry initiatives that are driving the push for increased transparency in cosmetic ingredients? And how do these initiatives affect the industry?
1: Yeah, of course. There are many interesting industry initiatives happening in the fields of transparency and sustainability. One big initiative that you may have heard of is the B Corp Coalition. You may have heard about it just because it has been around since 2006. It's one of the older ones. Today, it counts almost 6,000 certified uh, B corporations. It is driven by the B Lab, which is a nonprofit network transforming the global economy to benefit all people, communities and the planet. The organization aims to improve the beauty industry's eco-standards by focusing on ingredient sourcing, logistics, and packaging, drinking of a beauty world that values the planet as much as performance. On a more B2B level, uh, on a supplier level, there is Novi Connect that serves as a B2B marketplace focused on sustainable ingredients and packaging, bridging the gap between brands and suppliers for efficient product development. Another international initiative is the Eco Beauty Score Consortium. Big beauty brands like L'Oreal and Unilever started this initiative in 2021 to create a global rating system for the environmental impact of cosmetics aiming to launch end of 2023 and helps shoppers to choose eco-friendly options. Today, over 70 companies joined the initiative. It is a rating system comparable to that for big electronics where consumers can see in a glimpse what the environmental impact of a product is. Another great initiative is the Green Impact Index, but I think, Delphine, you will talk about this later as Pierre Fabo plays a key role in the initiative.
0: You're giving out a teaser regarding the Green Impact Index, but um, thanks a lot for giving this really comprehensive and interesting overview. So turning to you, Delphine, and to get your opinion from an industry perspective, legislative developments can also play a crucial role in shaping industry practices. Do you see regulatory and certification developments that are also supporting this push towards transparency?
2: Yeah, of course, a green flag study on responsible consumption by the French, shows that consumers are increasingly looking for transparency from companies and brands because they take them into account in their consumption choices. 76% of consumers expect brands to be more transparent about, about the impact of cosmetics, on the planet's health and 85 percent of french people need proof to believe in brands commitments proof means figures levels certification etc so providing a clear transparent information to facilitate control design making is therefore a priority we see responsible communication is more and more governed by legislation which is a good thing in fight against greenwashing official labels and certifications are real assets and they are increasingly demanding, often associated with audits. Audits can be more and more thorough and are therefore a real guarantee for consumers. Actually, regulations are evolving rapidly and European initiatives such as the Green Deal and the CSRD are pushing governments and manufacturers to change. And the transparency, precision, and accessibility of sustainability-related information should also help them to build a relationship of trust with the consumers. One of the ultimate goals is to observe the real progress made by companies in terms
0: of sustainable development. Thanks so much, Delphine. We see from your side increasingly stringent regulations. We also discussed previously with Michael the consumer needs, but also the industry initiatives. So now let's try to understand how the chemical industry as a supplier is also pushing towards innovations to enhance and sustainably source ingredients in a transparent way. So Julie, from that supplier perspective, can you give an example of innovative technologies that improve the sustainability of an ingredient and increase transparency for your customers, clients, customers, and consumer brands? From a supplier
3: perspective, providing sustainably sourced ingredient is very key. Using nature derived or clean process is important, but it's not enough now. It already exists interesting process to get there. One of them is called the plant milking technology. This was developed by our French partner PAT, Plant Advanced Technologies. The plant milking technology is a sustainable plant cultivation in soilless conditions. This is also known as aeroponic cultivation conditions. This explores the roots of the plants because they are directly accessible. In fact, roots are exposed. Removing the soil as a traditional source of nutrients enables to selectively nourish the plants. The roots produce very interesting active compounds that are beneficial for the skin. Thus, the content of active molecules is boosted
0: so as their cosmetic efficacy. And how does it differ from traditional extraction methods? What are the main advantages of plant milking technology in terms of sustainability and environmental impact compared to other extraction methods, for example? The plant milking technology provides multiple benefits. For
3: instance, the traditional ways of extracting active molecules from roots often involve uprooting or damaging the plant. This is not the case here. The roots are directly accessible and thanks to special conditions created, they can be harvested several times per year from the same plant. After being cut, the roots will regrow within a few weeks and the cycle of production can start again. Also, the plants are cultivated in greenhouses where high yields can be obtained on reduced surfaces. So we can limit the use of plants. The local production is ensured as the entire process from the plant culture to the extraction, is done at the same place. And last but not least, the water consumption is kept under control with recycling systems. This reduces the water consumption compared to a traditional culture. In fact, 90% less water is needed compared to a conventional agriculture.
0: Thank you, Julie. And it's actually very interesting to see how There are technologies being developed, for example, like plant milking technology, where you really see efforts in traceability from seed to ingredient, but also, for example, less water consumption during cultivation. And all this data can then be passed on to the customer and help the customer in in its own sustainability and environmental targets. So shifting gears a bit, I would like to speak about Pierre Fabre's Green Impact Index, which is an innovative tool that the company launched in 2021. So this tool assesses the social and environmental impacts of their products using a simple scoring system. So Delphine, what criteria methods does Pierre Fabre use to assess the environmental impact of the final products in their Green Impact Index? As you mentioned, in June 2021,
2: we launched the first environmental and societal impact rating tool for cosmetics and family health products. The Green Impact Index offers an A to D rating of our products visible on our brand website. And if the product is A or B, it's considered eco-social design. Two-thirds of the rating is dedicated to the environmental impact and one-third to the societal impact. 24 criteria are considered based on references or official labels, if available. For the environmental impact, we analyze the eco-design of the packaging and formula, the environmental impact of the manufacturing of the product, and the location of suppliers of the raw materials contained in the products. All these criteria are analyzed based on several labels or references as B, cosmos organic or natural, OCDE test, ECOVEDIS, or ISO uh, 41, 000, uh, one standard. For the societal impact, we promote social and environmental commitment programs conveyed by the brand or the products. For uh, example, manufacturing in a French factory or in a factory applying French social rules, certifications such as fair trade, organics, etc., We could be criticized for launching our own tool and selecting the criteria that are most advantageous to us, but that's not the case. Actually, we wanted AFNOR certification to endorse our approach in order to ensure utmost transparency and objectivity in our rating tool. And AFNOR certification verified through and noted every year that our process, for example, the choice of criteria and ratings for delivering the final score is robust and reliable.
0: That's quite impressive and sets a new standard in the industry to really communicate in a transparent and objective way to its consumers. So, what are PLFAB's future goals for the Green Impact Index and their commitment to sustainability in the cosmetics
1: industry?
2: As soon as Green Impact Index was launched, we were contacted by other players in the cosmetic sectors who were very interested in our approach. From the outset, we designed the tool to be as accessible and usable as possible for any company in the sector. We therefore set up a consumption involving 26 organizations from across the value chain, representing over 1,000 companies. They define a transparent, simple, and intuitive labeling system to display the environmental and social impact of skincare and well-being products. Nine months, uh, 120 contributors and more than 10 working groups enable us to rework all the Green Impact Index by PFI criteria and publish a reference document detailing the entire methodology of Northpeck 22 last June. This is the first step towards a standard. We succeeded in meeting the challenge of agreeing on a common basis in a record time. All players wishing to commit to the eco social design of product will thus be able to rate their products and commit their companies to a continuous improvement
0: approach, enabling consumers to make more responsible purchasing choices. Thank you, Delphine, for shedding light on the Green Impact Index. Now, to conclude and as future outlook, A question addressed to all of you three, where do you see the future potential opportunities and perspectives for the cosmetics industry in terms of sustainability? Maybe we can first start with you,
1: Michael. Yeah, of course. For obvious reasons, in this episode, we talk a lot about formulations and ingredients. But one of the greatest challenges uh, when it comes to sustainability in beauty remains packaging. It would be great to set into place a cross-brand or cross-retail refill system, for example, that allows consumers to refill their products in safe, flexible, and simple ways. This would, of course, require having competitors working together on a national but also international level. Because at BeautyStreams we believe that communication and collaboration between different entities is key, we founded the OpenStreams Foundation. It is a non-profit organization whose mission is to foster global collaboration and further awareness of key issues related to the beauty sector. Those issues include gender equity, social responsibility, age-related topics, education, and of course, sustainability. In 2020, we hosted our first OpenStreams Global Industry Summit, where we invited 17 national beauty industry associations from six continents and 15 trade show organizers from uh, all around the world to discuss how to work together in more streamlined ways. The next OpenStreams Summit should take place in fall 2024 in New York. Another important topic that we at Beauty Streams believe should be addressed is how to incorporate sustainable solutions in the luxury sector. This will require great efforts on sustainable ingredient innovation and formulation to keep the product experience as luxurious as luxury consumers are used to, but with sustainable alternatives. So here the key is really to harmonize sustainable alternatives with efficacy. As a final point, what is key to understand is that sustainability is not an optional choice companies should consider, but a mandatory transformation. I always say that as a company, you can either invest now or pay later. On a positive note, I believe that all the challenges that come with industry transformation will lead uh, to great new innovations and uh, opportunities as well.
0: These are very interesting points. Also mentioning, you know, the whole packaging topic, which could be part of it, and a whole other episode that also is important in the sustainability of the cosmetics industry. Also, I, I like the fact that you mentioned collaboration. As we, we see today, in order for the sustainability transformation to happen in the cosmetics industry but in so many other industries too, collaboration and partnerships are crucial. Delphine, uh, your thoughts to conclude this episode? Yeah, yeah, it's clear
2: that water is a major issue for the cosmetics industry because we know that 10 litres of water are needed to produce only one litre of cosmetic product. Producing in a quasi-closed loop, we're using part of the wastewater after treatment, is a solution that can drastically reduce water consumption. And packaging accounts for 40% of the environmental impact of a cosmetic product, so it's essential to work on very reduced packaging, using materials of renewable origin, integrating recycled and recyclable materials. As Michael mentioned just before, we need to develop our products offering towards, for example, multi-use products, concentrated formulas, well products, upcycling, promote the circular economy and support the consumer in adopting new gestures. We need to work on our formulas so that they offer a reduced number of ingredients with raw materials that are not sourced too far away and whose supply chains respect biodiversity and local communities, being able to make the most of co products and finally continue to draw inspiration
0: from nature to innovate through biomimicry, for example. Thanks so much, Delphine. You touched many points, whether it's biodiversity, circularity, packaging, also echoing what Michael has just said. Last but not least, Julie. Uh, where do you identify future potential opportunities and perspectives? For the ingredients, the use of new production
3: process requiring less water, less energy, or generating less waste is also key. The use of biotechnologies, green, blue, white, could lead the way also to further innovation. And of course, sustainability is strongly linked to a positive social impact which, for example, involved working with communities.
0: So many different perspectives and challenges. Thank you, Julie. And thank you to all of you three for shedding light on this important topic.